I'm Betsy Reed, and this is The Discomfort Practice, where I talk to creatives, activists, leaders, scientists, and a host of others about discomfort, about the role it's played in their lives, who they are and what they do in the world, and the value of discomfort in helping us move forward as a society. Discomfort is just the edge of your comfort zone, and on the other side are superpowers. So settle yourself in, and let's get uncomfortable. This solo is a love letter to all the other secret introverts out there. Because people perceive me as, and whenever I take those personality tests, I come out as an extrovert, but I need so much alone time to to recharge, but also to discharge the energy that I pick up from what's going on around me. And that's actually part of what I feel is my role in the world, in society, which is to sort of read what's going on and watch and perceive and reflect back to people to help them grow their own wisdom and their own insight into themselves and what's going on around them. But that takes a lot of energy. And that also sends a lot of energy my direction. And I need time to just reset and rebalance. And I get a bit buzzy from other people's energy and forget that it's not mine sometimes. So by the time I realize I'm tired, I'm running on fumes and other people's energy. And in the past, I would just crash. But um, I've talked about it in past episodes. And if you are listening to this, you might very well be into human design yourself. But it's a system that was channeled by someone in the 80s and sort of brings together a lot of different pieces of insight and internal wisdom from the ages, including, you know, the I Ching, astrology, stuff like that. And I know it sounds a bit woo-woo. I'd never heard of it until I was sitting across from the wonderful Sophie Anderson, who's a human design reader. We were sitting over coffee in Barcelona, and she said, what's your human design? And I said, my what? <laughs> so she asked me for my, my birth details. Um and told me I was a projector. And I thought, okay, what does that mean? And then she started explaining to me what a projector is and does in the world. And our job is to see things and to know how things could fit together and to understand others. But along with that comes the need to know how to take care of ourselves, to step away from the energy we're absorbing because there are other human design types who they generate a lot of energy. They're called generators and manifesting generators. And they have, they're like energizer bunnies. They create energy. And projectors, we pick it up and we read it for other people. But that also takes a lot of energy from us. So in part of learning how to deliver my mission in the world, it's required an ability to step back to create rituals and self-care practices. And if that human design stuff didn't land with you, focus on if you feel quite often tired by other people or by what's going on around you, and you feel a longing for more time by yourself, this is also for you. So just put it into whatever vocabulary, whatever lens, you need to filter this through so it can land for you. But if you're into human design or you're curious, definitely check out myhumandesign.com, which is where you can figure out what your type is, and then sort of maybe dive down a rabbit hole. So that's a little bit of an aside, because back to this being a love letter for the other secret introverts or the not-so-secret introverts in the world listening to this. So I have been kind of resisting recording a solo for quite a while, and it's why 
if you follow the sequence of my my episodes, I instead of having every other episode a solo, my last two episodes were interviews with other people because when it came time to record a solo to put out in the last episode, I just I just couldn't. And here's why. Here's why I'm sort of making myself record this because this is where I am right now. In my life at the moment, I need a lot of solitude, a lot of quiet time because I'm going through a big internal process of building the architecture of my life for the coming years. And it's not in the sort of old way that I would have done it with, you know, sort of having a plan and goals and milestones and, you know, sort of making my life a business plan as if I'm a machine. That's to me very old paradigm the one that we're leaving. And the new way of doing this is by just spending a lot of time letting things flow and letting things drop into place and letting things occur to me. And that means creating a lot of quiet around me so that I can hear better my intuition. I can see what's actually going on around me when I do sort of step out of my beautiful little quiet bubble that I'm in right now and see where the information leads me. I was standing in the garden in a beautiful little place where I was staying in Chiapas, Mexico a few months back and I was chatting to a neighbor there who was a real kindred spirit, part of my soul tribe. And she said something that really stuck with me. And it was just, don't worry about what comes next. Follow the information. And so the way that I've been feeling called to do that is to be quiet because it's really hard to follow information when there's a lot of traffic around you, literal or metaphorical, right? And so finding that things just flow with ease when you clear the decks so that when you do get a piece of key information that's about what you're supposed to do next, what you're supposed to know, what you're supposed to be learning from whatever is going on around you is... A real gift to yourself but it's also for me really necessary right now and so I'm kind of resistant to, to outputs like even recording a solo I mean I'm working steadily I'm working I wouldn't say hard that's not a word that I want to use anymore for how I work but I'm working steadily you know I have my client but I'm also creating a lot of new things a lot of new offers that are completely aligned with what I'm meant to be in the world, what I am in the world. So I don't like the term coach, um, but people have been asking me to coach them. And I think it's more about mentoring them, reflecting back to them. So it's not the sort of traditional coaching method. It's, it's part of this new breed of whatever we're going to call ourselves eventually, but for now we use the word coaches, that is emerging, where it comes from sort of our inner wisdom and experience and understanding of what our role is in this journey of humankind right now. And that is to help people reflect and understand and know themselves better so that they can build a new paradigm together so that we can exist in a new reality that we create because, well, I am deeply into metaphysics. Create narrative, which creates reality. So at any moment, we are creating our own reality based on what we think. And so my role is in helping people to change how they think, to gain greater insight into the possibilities that are just there for them in the quantum field, you know, the abundance that they have access to, that they limit themselves by their understanding of, you know, and I, I recently posted something on Instagram about my own understanding of how I've limited my own 
capacity for abundance by feeling guilty about my privilege. So it's about changing things like that, changing narratives like that of being oppressed or not being capable or just the things that we've been passed down by society or our family or whatever. So that's part of what I'm developing in this quiet bubble that I'm in right now. And I've spent the past month in Granada, Spain, which is a beautiful and magical place. If you've been here, you know that. It's the word everybody uses for this place. It's magic. And not much has changed over the past several hundred years. And it's just been a beautiful little retreat for my soul, while also holding its own lessons of, you know, little irritations and somebody I've had to interact with regularly who is like a mosquito in my existence. But I, it's been a real lesson to me to learn that I get to choose my focus. I, you know, I'm here to retreat. And that doesn't mean that the situation around me will be perfect. It means I'm having an opportunity to learn that I am home, that I create a retreat wherever I am, based on whatever I decide to let into my awareness or focus on, you know, so little irritations that crop up are my choice to be irritated about. Maybe you need some time to create quiet, to listen to whatever information is coming toward you that maybe there's too much noise right now in your brain or in the world around you to hear. Maybe you're feeling called to take a bit of time to construct whatever is coming next for you. Maybe there's something that you're feeling called to bring to the world, but you need time. That gestation period, you know, like when a woman is building a baby, it takes nine months. And then there's a birthing process, which is definitely far from easy. So take whatever time you need to bring, whatever you're being called to bring to the world. And if you're feeling called to take time to be quiet, even if you have family, job, whatever, that's also a narrative you tell yourself that you can't take time for yourself. And there are a lot of messages in society that, that want to make you feel guilty for taking time to yourself, for taking time to be quiet, because, you know, we're programmed in the society to be doers, to always be meh, focused on what have you contributed to the world? What have you contributed to your family? What are you doing? But I would ask you, do you have time to just be? Who are you? What are you? What are you being? What do you know? Because that's the basis of anything that you do. And I recently posted something, wow, I love referencing myself. Um, a great quote from Michael Youngblood, who I recently interviewed, who said, direction is more important than pace. And I repeat that often to myself and then to other people because you can be running fast in the wrong direction and it's still the wrong direction. Or you can be walking steadily in a direction you're absolutely convinced and know is the right direction. And it will be far more productive, far more satisfying, and far more impactful. So if you feel like life is carrying you away, if you feel like the things that you're obligated to do, asked to do, expected to do, are sweeping you away and you don't have time to pause to reflect, to be quiet, to maybe have those introverted moments to take care of yourself, I'm going to challenge you. How much of that is in your head? How much of that is a narrative you're repeating to yourself and making into your reality? So this is my invitation to you if you really feel the call to spend more time listening to yourself, creating space to do that, it is possible. Your life is different from anyone else's, so I'm not gonna tell you how to do that. It's not a tick, tick, tick and you've got this list. 
It's about setting the intention. It's about changing your narrative about how possible it is to create space for yourself to be quiet, to listen to yourself, to figure out what your path is, what your direction is. Because that's, that's what the world needs from you. I spend a lot of time on this podcast talking about what the world needs from you. We don't, at this stage, I think it's pretty obvious, we don't need people just being good little consumers, good little workers, good little cookie cutter of what society has told us we're supposed to be in whatever role we're supposed to be in because of our gender or our relationships or our families or our class or our job. None of that really matters because what really matters is who you are. You are on this planet right now at this moment in history for a special reason and I can promise you it's not to be whatever your job title is or whatever your partner or your children or your family expect you to be. It's to be yourself and to know what that means and then to let anything else that happens start from there, occur from there. Who you are and how much you understand yourself is the most important thing. I'm hoping to just expand what you're thinking about today by saying that. That everything I share ever on here lands for you because it's safe to be powerful. It's safe to be yourself. Take a few breaths after you finish this episode. That's all it takes to just connect with something. If there's a lot of chatter in your head, shake your body out. Just discharge that energy. It takes practice to find calm, to find center. If you've spent years, potentially your whole life, in a keyed up state, your nervous system is used to being active, your brain is used to being active, but it's just like building muscle at the gym. With practice, it gets easier. Things start to get calmer. I sort of fled to a yoga and meditation practice because... My brain was so busy. My anxiety was so high because that's how my nervous system had functioned for years and years after a fairly traumatic upbringing that most of which I don't even remember because that's the brain's way of protecting us from trauma. But here I am so fully in touch with myself that I need to share this with other people because my life is different. And I wouldn't say I'm a different person. This process has allowed me to remember who I truly am and to become more fully who I am. So I hope that this finds you on a day when you needed to hear this. I am absolutely trusting in the universe that it has been that for some of you. And if you want to talk to anybody about this, find someone who will listen to you and reflect back to you who you are and what you need to know right now, who's part of your journey of following the information. Feel free to reach out to me. I am absolutely open to just having a chat with anybody. I love a Zoom with a perfect stranger. <laughs> or maybe I already know you and I would love to connect with you. But if right now you just need a bit of a sounding board or just want to ponder some things out loud, I'm here for you. And honestly, I will respond to absolutely everyone who asks for my time to do this right now because this is part of my mission. It's not something I'm going to charge you money for. It's, it's what I'm here to do. So I offer that to you. So have a beautiful day. Remember that you get to choose every moment what your reality is, how stressed you feel. Make some time for yourself. Make some time to listen. It can be 10 seconds or it can be 10 minutes or it can be a full day. Whatever you can start with, start. Make time to listen to yourself. Make time to listen to the information that's flowing toward you so that you can be more fully yourself.
I'm Betsy Reed, and this is The Discomfort Practice, where I talk to creatives, activists, leaders, scientists, and a host of others about discomfort, about the role it's played in their lives, who they are and what they do in the world, and the value of discomfort in helping us move forward as a society. Discomfort is just the edge of your comfort zone, and on the other side are superpowers. So settle yourself in, and let's get uncomfortable.